Hey, what's going on, everybody? I want to say welcome to our podcast, Smart Black People with Dr. Boyce Watkins. And and I'm joined by my lovely and awesome fiance, Dr. Alicia. How you doing, Alicia? Good. <clears throat> How are you doing, Boyce? I'm doing really well. Okay. Why, don't you, why don't you come come closer to me? Okay. Get your face out the phone, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's an inside joke because yeah. she, she's always talking about me being on my phone. All right. Yeah. Well, so. you are on your phone. You're recording on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, this is how, you know, this is cool. They, they The podcast technology is really changed so you don't have to be in a studio and in the booth and all that and it still gives you pretty good pretty good quality what's on your mind today boys um well you know we came down to visit louisville this week and you know i got a chance to see my parents and everything we did social distancing like we're supposed to and stuff and um one of the things i'm actually looking forward to is doing um i'm doing an options master class in the black business school and i was actually quite intrigued when you and I, when I was explaining to you how stock options work, <laughs> and how you know, and you're not interested in financial stuff, are you? I am. I'm interested in it because I know it's important, and but it's not something that I think about every day. Yeah. Well, you I know? do. I, I think about I think about wealth every day because I feel, first of all, first of all, as a man, I feel it's really important for me to be able to be financially strong and. I don't have to carry all the weight, you know. Mm-hmm. I think having a strong black woman who earns money is a cool thing. I like. I think. I think the term "strong black woman" is a compliment. Uh, some people think it's an insult, but I'm glad you're strong. Well, I mean, just being a black woman makes you strong, right? Don't Not you necessarily. Think? You don't think so? You don't think there's a weak ass women out here? Everybody has their own struggles. That's true. So I, I hate to put people down. People think- are always doing their best. That's true. They are. That's mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. you know, but but yeah, but I think about the financial stuff a lot. And I know, um, you know, I mean, also being a finance Ph.D., you know, that's I, I think money is fascinating to me because it controls so much of people's lives. It controls what they do a lot of times, who they date, who they marry, who they're attracted to. So you think money is that central to relationships? I've seen money people, is that I, I've seen people scared to leave a, a bad marriage because they didn't know how to make money. You ever see that as a therapist? Mm, it's not that simple in my practice. Mm, well, so. I've seen financial traps. I've seen people in the trap. Oh goodness! Come out, come out, I pulled out my gun. <clears throat> I pulled out my gun on that on that old lady because I need to feed my family. You know, just whatever. Like, like I just think if you have a manage, if you know the different ways to make money, you don't have to make really bad decisions to get money. Like I talked to a young guy in Chicago who's mm-hmm. about twenty five, and he he was saying, you know, the reason that we you know need to hear what you have to say, Doctor Boyce, is because a lot of us are out here doing stupid stuff to get money because we want money that bad, but we don't know how to get it. So, so money is the driving force to you? For a lot of people, a lot of men especially, yeah. So money. money. So you rest your, you have a good day if you're doing well financially and not so good day if you're not doing fi- well financially. I wouldn't say it's is a bad, I wouldn't say it makes it a bad day. Mm-hmm. But I see money for men to be almost like what beauty is for women and their hair. Like, hmm. of course a woman could be happy if she's ugly and bald. But she 
probably feels a little bit like I've seen how women feel better. They have a bounce in their step when they get their hair done. Mm-hmm. Or if you if you ruin their hair, like if you was to put something in it and cut it out or whatever, like, you know, or or destroy their hair, they would be really upset about it. But that's ex- external. It's external, but okay. it matters. The external does matter. The external too. matters. Okay. Yeah, external affects does affect the <clears throat> internal. So you think <clears throat> you think the external matters? Yeah, I think it matters the internal and external. They have they work together. It's they a, do it's work together, right? So how you feel on the inside is how you're going to be on the outside, right? Right. So if you have a wealth and a abundance, and you feel it on the inside, it's just going to come to you, right? Possibly. On the outside. Are you getting metaphysical? Oh gosh, again? I'm tr- I'm trying that too. Okay. All well, right. tell me about your stock okay, options. Okay, Deepak Chopper. <laughs> Let me tell you. Tell me about your stock options. <laughs> okay, stock What's options. What's that about? All right. So I was, I was, you know, I saw where they were, you know, talking about options, and a lot of young traders they have the Robinhood app and stuff like that are starting to use options quite a bit, and that's concerning. Like the Securities and Exchange Commission, they actually testified before Congress because mm-hmm. options are, you know, they're like these powerful weapons. You know, they're 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 really like these machine guns, and you can shoot your leg off. So people you know, are making bad decisions with the options? Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there was that kid in Naperville, not too far from us, who killed himself because he, he thought he was $700,000 in debt on his Robin Hood app. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. It's, it's very. I have a lot of thoughts about that. But mm. so that's important. So we know that that's important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I know, I know suicide is one of your areas of expertise. Yeah, so, so. I venture to claim that there was probably more to it than just that it's probably some other things going on well yeah i mean i would imagine, <laughs> I would imagine so but yeah. that but that doesn't help make you have a better day i imagine you know okay either way either way but either, so the point of the matter is like okay. a lot of people are trading <laughs> options now okay. and options are um risky and um and the thing about options is interesting and this is what inspired me to do the options master class i mean my mm-hmm. students have been asking for it for really long, for literally for a couple years and I, I was like, okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then now finally, got around to it. Yeah, I was like, you. okay, fine. So I put together the whole curriculum and laid out everything. And it's really fun to break it down and explain it because I like to explain financial concepts in a way where people can relate it to things they already know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's the uniqueness of the Black Business School. Besides being culturally relevant for Black people and really mm-hmm. focusing on Black wealth, I like the fact that you know, like I really enjoy taking something you know. Like something you knew in the hood or something you knew, <laughs> you know, you know, that's like from watching a cartoon or something. And and then you're like, oh, OK, now it makes sense. You know, and I think options are kind of like that. That's so cool. I mean, you know how to take something like options and bring it to life yeah. and make it fun and interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody's always known what options are. You know, what? <laughs> everybody knows what it means to have options. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that having options is a good thing. The options are valuable. Mm-hmm. Right. So literally the first thing we learned in option pricing theory in graduate school was that options can never have a negative value in the financial world. And op- you can never have too many options. An option can never have a negative value. It can have a zero value, mm-hmm. but it can never you, you're never worse off having more options. Did you know that? That makes sense to me. Just think about voting. Do you really have an option if you only vote? You have a choice between two people. Mm, that's Is that deep. really an option? I don't know, man. It really isn't, is it? That, we need that, more choices. It's an option, but it's not a good option. It's not really good. You do yeah. one or the other. That's not. It's a very good. limited option. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, with options, the, the interesting thing that a lot of people don't know is that you can use options not just to increase your risk. Like a lot of these young gunslingers are using options because they're nice. They're like nice little lottery tickets, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's, for them, it's like betting on horses and stuff. But actually, you can use options to reduce your risk. Uh, remember, whenever one person takes on more risk, somebody else is getting rid of risk. So that that's that's how the markets work. Risk doesn't kind of just disappear. It just switches from one person to another, or you can water it down and spread it out. But risk is like always there, you know. So basically, with options, you can reduce risk, you can increase income, you can uh, increase your risk, or you can actually even do what they call stock replication, where you can buy expensive stocks um, without actually having to put up all that money. Oh, geez, you just got complicated for me. Really? I don't know if I follow all of that, but well, it, let, well, it makes sense to me. Well, that. let's start with um with a put option. Okay, a put okay. option. Okay, a put option is basically you ever buy insurance on your house? Of course, I have to have insurance. Right, mm-hmm. that's a put option. Basically, you've paid the insurance company money to guarantee mm-hmm. that if your house burns down, they got to buy it back from you for the original value or the value on the contract. Okay, but they they are taking the risk. Yes, because of it. God forbid it burns down or something. Yes. They have to give me that money. Yes. Okay. So the risk that your house will burn down is mm-hmm. always there. But okay. you don't want that risk. You're like, oh, I don't want that. I will pay the bank to take that risk from me. Okay. So that's what's happened. The bank's saying, give me your money and I'll take on your risk. And that's them selling you a put option. They gave you a piece of paper, which is a contract, mm-hmm. saying if your house burns down, we'll buy it. And you gave them cash. That's how financial transactions tend to work. Like when you buy a share of stock, somebody gives you a piece of paper and you pay cash for it. Well, what are you buying? Right? So same thing with an option or with insurance. What are you buying? They gave you paper. You gave them money. Well, mm. you're buying protection. You're buying security. You're buying peace of mind. I think I get it. I think yeah. I get it. So, how, so, so then you ask, like, well, how, so how can the insurance company take on this risk and be comfortable? Well, because what they do is they sell those policies to millions of people mm-hmm. and it's and they spread the risk out so remember i was telling you how risk can either be transferred around or it could be watered down well that's what happened that's what they're doing they're watering down the risk and getting rid of what is called idiosyncratic risk idiosyncratic risk mm-hmm. is like this risk that your house will burn down right if your house burns down you're kind of screwed like you're that's because that's the only house you got but if you have a million houses that you insure well, when one of them burns down, then all the money from the other houses, the other, the other insured customers will cover the cost. The only problem, insur- only time insurance companies have a problem is when all the houses burn down at once. Or if there's like a natural disaster, like a, a earthquake or hurricane that kills, takes out like 100,000 of their customers at once. That's, um, that's why a lot of insurance companies will not cover like an act of God. They like they won't cover like Hurricane Katrina or an earthquake or something. They'll cover like fire or whatever, but they won't cover big things because big things will wipe them out. Like it's like because all their um, customers come in and cash in at once, and it's a little bit like a run on the bank. You know, like you, most banks cannot survive a bank run, but if people come in individually, then that type of risk is fine. You can manage that by pulling together the community. So options are kind of like that, like in the sense that it allows you to do these really cool things with risk. And when I was in graduate school, I had this um, 
professor by the name of Renee Stoltz, who's literally one of the leading risk management experts in the world. And all we would talk about is risk and what it is, what it looks like, the different forms. Risk is like the boogeyman. You know, like sometimes you you know that there's a risk and sometimes you don't know the risk is there or sometimes you think that there's a risk and there isn't one. You know, like it's like so so that's why I confuse people when I was talking about coronavirus because I think about things in such in a multidimensional framework. I'm thinking okay, there's the ri- there's the there's the real risk, mm-hmm. then there's the risk in your head, and but then there's the risk that you don't know about. The unknown risk. Yeah, it's like you oh. have the, the knowns, the unknowns, and the unknown unknowns. So risk is a really fascinating concept. And so options are awesome because options give these really cool additional tools that allow you to manage risk. You can take on a little risk in exchange for some income. Like the same way your insurance company makes money by selling your policy. You can sell an insurance policy to somebody else. You can sell a put option. You can sell a call option, which is another type of option. I won't go into that. We, we don't understand the puts is enough. Okay. Right. The, the call the call options are pretty easy to kind of grasp if, if I break it down, but I'm not going to. Well, I'll take the class. I'll sit in on your class. You going to sit in on my class? No, I'm not going to sit She's in. She's lying. She's going to sit in on my dad. But you know what? I hear you record it and it's. I absorb all of that, you know. Well, the the yeah. you know, well the cool thing is like you're you're like my well, I would say you're my crash testing dummy and my <laughs> guinea pig, but that just sounds so. No, but it's true because someone like me, I don't know anything about that. So if you can explain it to me, you can do it. Yeah, know? well, I enjoy I enjoy that I enjoy that challenge of finding new ways to explain complex complex ideas mm-hmm. to people that don't understand it at all. Like that's how you become a better teacher. You know, so every time I might talk through it, I'm actually practicing because I, I really, you know, so like with options, it's interesting because it takes time. Your brain has to kind of flip around a little bit like, wait, oh, but yeah, once it does. you get it, yeah. yeah, but once you get it, it's great because you then have this extra weapon in your arsenal that you can add to your stock portfolio that, you know, like, so for example, if your stocks, a lot of my students, for example, have these stocks that have done really, really well over the last couple of months after, you know, when the stock market started rising. So now they're concerned about protecting the money they made mm-hmm. and, but they don't want to, but I, I don't really like for people to just sell their stock just to get the money out. But if you use options, you can either, um, some, you can take some income off of your gains. You can protect yourself from downside risk. Um, you could do a lot of little things that will allow you to um, actually generate income from your portfolio, reduce your risk, or increase your risk if that's what you want to do. Sometimes increasing risk is a good thing. Awesome. Yeah, I see you buying stock options yeah. on your well, on your phone or whatever app. That oh, you I, I, lo- I love options. And you're always showing me how much money we made from yeah. your put options. Yeah, well, you know. Every- I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. investing is is really important. You know, I, I my dream is to see black people become the most prolific, most committed investors on the planet. Like, I really think, and I think that's going to happen. I believe, I call it Project 2070. Okay. I believe that by the year 2070, African Americans can be um, the, the strongest investors on earth, the strongest wealth builders on the planet. As a whole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like we'll be the most uh, interested in the stock market, most interested in real estate and ownership because ownership has been so important for us. Mm-hmm. Having other people own our property is not good for us. And then also starting businesses is important because that's our key to freedom. So I think that our unique struggle is going to give us a unique superpower. So 50 years from now, it's going to happen. Yeah. We're Me gonna... and you will be 100 years old by then. Just it's... about. Yeah. Not quite 100, but. Yep. Hopefully we'll be there to see it. Yeah. All right. Okay, everybody. Well, 
we don't have much else to say. We just wanted to pop in and say hi. And uh, I hope that this uh, conversation has been beneficial to you. And uh, we're going to keep popping in with the episode. So make sure you subscribe. And if you could share this link, if you really could take this link and put it on your social media, I'd appreciate it. And also, if you're interested in joining the options uh, masterclass, uh, you can go take a look. Uh, feel free. It's going to be live. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you can go to drboycemasterclass.com. That's drboycemasterclass.com. So take care, and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.